a lot of literature about emotions talk about anger and sadness together as if they are opposing forces. And I'm here to tell you that they're not. They're more like sisters. They go hand in hand to getting emotional well-being and their survival motions, which means they're two really important motions to understand. You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode 167. A podcast that breaks it down so you can break the cycle for good. Now your host, Tara Rama, but you can call her T. I think this is a fun episode, even though it's labeled anger and sadness, two emotions that are not a lot of fun. However, in this episode, I think you're going to get clarity about them and more understanding. And when you can do that, you can direct more of your emotional life the way that you want it. And there are so many things about anger and sadness. And I've read this in parenting books when it comes to tantrums. I've read this in books for adults on emotions. And I'm going to be referencing a book, The Language of Emotions by Carla McLaren. And it's a pretty good book. It's pretty thick. You can definitely read it. It's the lang- it, She'll go through some of the major emotions. However, the writing style is not my style. So I'm going to interpret some of the information from that book in a way that I took it. And I've referenced the book several times. And I have a different take each time I look at it and I think about it. So from previous episodes, I've talked about anger. And the simplest definition for anger for me is you don't get what you want. Whatever that is, it can be anything. You don't get a result. You don't have the type of relationship you want. Someone's not doing something that you want. All of that. And you're upset. And then anger, which is, or sorry, sadness, which is also a survival emotion, just like anger. That is about losing something, loss, letting it go. And we often associate that with Losing a person physically, as in death, but that is also losing a relationship. And I'm going to focus more on not grief when it comes to losing somebody physically in your life, but I'm going to focus more on sadness and all the other kinds of loss. So anger and sadness. So you are upset about not getting something that you want. Aren't we all? The toddler that didn't get the pink cup and instead is dealing with the blue cup. They didn't get what they want. We didn't reach a result. We didn't reach our weight loss goal. We didn't reach a monetary goal. We lost a friendship. We're no longer speaking to our friends. And inherently, you can see that there's a loss. We didn't get something that we want, so we lost out on something. We didn't achieve whatever it is that we wanted. We made a request for our partner to go to the grocery store, they don't do it. There is that loss of that something that we thought we were going to get. We thought we were going to get more time. Now instead, we're going to the grocery store. So there is inherently, you can see by not getting what you want, there is a loss. Before we can go to that loss, before we can enter sadness, we need to understand anger why we're angry, where is the anger coming from? And a lot of times I've said anger is usually about something, how something should be. 
And a lot of times it's an argument with something that has happened. So I should have gotten that promotion. And notice when we put should of, something has happened and we are arguing, we're in a no-win situation and we're arguing with the past. And when we move through that anger and understand that, it opens up something else to it. It helps us understand what is happening. And then we can go about setting a boundary if we need to. If, for example, we think our children shouldn't put their feet on the table, moving through that anger, understanding that that's what we want, and moving through that emotion to open up how to go about getting that and help us go about reevaluating what our boundaries is. Because anger is so tied to the boundaries that we do want to set and uphold and the ones that we want to let go. So we may realize that we're angry all the time our children put our feet on the table. And maybe after understanding our anger and saying, okay, this is something I have learned from my upbringing that maybe I don't want this rule in my house. And all anger is doing is alerting us that there's something that is not right for us. And so we want to look at that and understand that a little bit better. And the sadness comes in. And if you notice, I'm talking about things that are like deeply a deep loss. I wasn't talking about grief, but the loss in letting go of a belief in your upbringing. Anger will give you that signal and then you can evaluate it and you set a boundary and you give yourself the safety space to reevaluate it and let go of a belief system. There is intense sadness in letting go of some of the deepest beliefs that we were not aware of when we were growing up. We unconsciously took them in. We might be letting go of some things that our parents taught us and it, it could be a bigger process, a bigger process of that loss. So anger signals to us to evaluate that get some sort of container around it so that we can understand it and we can see what is it that we want to let go. And that's true in relationships. Maybe our relationships take on a different form. Maybe we're not going to be in contact as often with this friend who's moving to another country. Some of those things come up. And when we move through anger and we realize that, hey, it's signaling something that something that's not right for us, and then we can create this kind of boundary around it through understanding, not necessarily a boundary that you place towards somebody, but a container for yourself, a boundary to help you understand that and see and kind of regroup, reevaluate. There is some sadness in that. There is some loss that you're going to have to reevaluate. And the purpose of sadness, if anger's purpose is to help you get some boundaries, help you understand some things about yourself, the things that you want, then sadness is about regrouping and determining the next course of action. It sounds like a really terrible thing when we think about sadness. And again, I'm not talking about grief. I'm talking about sadness. When we think about sadness, it sounds like it's an awful thing to experience when in essence it's about regrouping and deciding the next course of action. Because if anger is about us falling or failing, then sadness is about us rising, rising to the occasion to try again, to regroup, to accept a new form of a friendship. If our friend moves and 
And now we're open to maybe having a different form of a friendship. Maybe this opens up to creating new friends in our community. It's a regrouping. It's a rising up from that fall. So when you look at that, like it like that, they are very related. If anger is about being upset about something you didn't get what failing, and sadness is about rising up to continue that journey, to continue to get what you want, to reevaluating a goal, to make an adjustment. And understanding the way that they're related like this, these two emotions, which are part of your survival package, get you closer to actually more joy in your life. When you can really understand those survival emotions, those six universal emotions, which is anger, sadness, fear, disgust, joy, and surprise, you then can open up yourself up to the whole spectrum of those emotions. It's a box set, which is what Carla McLaren says. The more you can open up yourself to these types of emotions and understand it, then the more intense and rich the emotions that we all want, like joy, like motivation and determination, we can open up to some of those emotions that we want, the positive emotions, the more complex emotions. And so I'm going to touch on one thing that Carla McLaren talks about in her book is that when anger and sadness are destabilized, you can see people that are in in a kind of state of rage or they go in and out. And sometimes what happens is we don't experience anger and sadness in this kind of progression. And I want to go back to a child's tantrum. A child's tantrum, children's emotions, tell us so much about our adult emotions because they're experiencing them without any sort of socialization and just the raw, pure, emotional part of our brain. And so if you notice in a tantrum, the first emotion is anger and then sadness. They didn't get that cup that they want. So there's this loss that comes after sadness and you can even notice it when you hear a child going through a tantrum. If you don't have children, you can see this when they're in a restaurant, in a grocery store. The cry is going to be different between an anger cry and a sad cry. And what you'll notice is that there's a sequence. They go through anger and then they go through sadness. We can get that kind of destabilized where we don't have that sequence of going through anger, understanding it, and then going through sadness and regrouping and then setting a new course for ourselves. That often doesn't happen. So this destabilization can manifest itself in different ways. And a lot of times for me, I think it manifested, it looked a lot like depression, but I never looked like I was sad. I had explosive bouts of anger and calmness, but these two emotions were often destabilized in me. And so then I don't think I was a very calm person or a consistent, rather than calm, I would say a consistent person. I was in fact very destabilized. It was more like I was all over the place. When you look at these sister emotions, they are two beautiful emotions that go together. They are two out of those six emotions that open up yourself to that box set of experiencing the full spectrum of life and consciously deciding what kind of life you want. If anger is about us failing and not getting what we want, then sadness is about rising up to that occasion and going after what we want. That's all I have for you this week. I'll check back with you next. Thanks for listening. 
Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.